all our lives, we've been told to go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and you'll be set. How's that working out for you? I'm Tavana Denise, physical therapist turned life and business coach, and I'm on a mission to help you create a life you love and a business on your terms. If you want more time, more freedom, more flexibility, I can help you create it. Welcome to Breaking Protocol, the show for women in healthcare who want more. Do you ever stop and think to yourself like, whoa, how did this happen? I mean, in the best possible way. Like I look back at my life sometimes and I just can't even, I just don't even understand sometimes how some of the things happen to me. Like really, I sometimes feel like I'm in a Forrest Gump kind of moment. You remember that movie where he just happened to be at very pivotal points in history and you're like, how did Forrest Gump get there? <laughs> so I was thinking about this the other day as I got off of an interview, I was being interviewed by one of my mentors and like, what is happening? How did this, like, I don't, I just need to pinch myself. And I've really started to think about how I've gotten really good at creating opportunities for myself. So I thought maybe we'd talk about that today because so often I see people waiting for opportunity. We wait for it to come to us. We're waiting for somebody to give it to us. We're worried or upset when opportunity seems to pass us by. And sometimes we're thinking that we just don't have enough opportunities. And so I'd venture to say, or even ask you, what if we decided that we could just create them for ourselves? Like, I think if you want to be the designer of your life, you have to create opportunity. We're going to talk about how to do that. And I want to give you a few examples because some people have really great ideas and want more autonomy. They just don't want the risk of entrepreneurship, right? Some people are super <laughs> risk averse. And so they're like, uh, it sounds like a good idea, maybe possibly for somebody else, but I don't want the risk. I just want to go to work and go home and live my life. And so if that's you, there is an opportunity to develop programs for or within organizations, what I would call an intrapreneur. And I don't know when I first heard this term, but I was thinking about it because I have met a couple of people who have done that. And I actually sort of did that when I created the burnout resilience program. So there was a point in time when I noticed there was a problem in the organization, in the department, and their engagement scores were basically in the toilet. And part of it was because the staff was burned out. And I knew that I had pulled myself from burnout, so I knew that I could help. Essentially, what I did while I was still a PRN therapist was I proposed that I create this program for the department and let them pay me, not for patient care, but to produce, to create, and run that program. 
And so essentially what I became was like an internal consultant for the rehab department by creating that program. And at one point was in talks about expanding it throughout the hospital system. And so I really want to bring this up because I think some people think, I'm calling it an entrepreneur, but entrepreneurship has to look a certain way, has to be one certain kind of way. And I just want to hopefully open your mind to different ways that you can do things and have the autonomy, make more money, have more control over your schedule, even if that doesn't mean that you are going to have your own business. So if you choose to do something like this, to become like many, many people are um, doing coaching, have coaching certifications and things like that, there is the potential to turn around and do some internal consulting work for your organization. I think sometimes we get caught up in nobody wants to hear this. Nobody's said that this is a position that's available. But what if you decided that, hey, I see this opportunity or I see this problem or I see this need for the organization and you just present them with the solution? Because what I find oftentimes, even when I was working with the, the other staff members on their burnout, they would go to the manager with problems but they wouldn't go with the solution. So don't do that. <laughs> what you want to do is come to them, lay out the problem so that they understand how it's affecting. And I'm sure they already know, but then also come with the solution and say, Hey, you can also pay me for this. Right. Know that when you do that, it still is probably going to require some of your own time and some of your own money. At least that's what happened with me. I had to take the time to create, do all of the research, to create the proposals. There were certain things that I had to purchase because I didn't have access to the research. And so you still put in some time, money, energy, effort, but it's not as intense as when you're doing it on your own as an entrepreneur. So that's one option, right? You can become an internal consultant. You can create that for yourself, right? And then another option that I really had never even thought of, but I have a friend in town who created a wellness center within a hospital for the employees. That is fascinating to me because she created and is running a wellness center within a hospital. So I call that playing with house money because she gets to do all of the things if she wanted to have her own wellness center on her own right down the street, but she didn't have to lose any salary. <laughs> she didn't have to spend any of her own money. She can build it in her essentially on her own time, right? Like, well, she doesn't have to do it outside of work hours. I think that's incredible right? Because you get the opportunity to innovate, you get the autonomy, you get the opportunity to do things your way. However, right, you're still an employee. So you have, you potentially have a cap on your salary. Even though you might make more money, you still have some autonomy, but within the confines of the organization. And on some level, you still have to get permission to do things because there's legal and there's budgets and things like that. And, and that's fine if you want to do that, but just understand that you're not taking on the risk. So 
you have to stay within those confines. But if you are in a space where you're like, I have these great ideas and I want to do these things, but I don't necessarily want to risk or invest my own time and money, then that's an option for you. And I don't think enough of us think about that. And then there is the entrepreneurial side, like the true entrepreneurial side of things uh, when it comes to creating opportunity. Because I've heard a number of people say that they wanted to speak at various conferences, but their application didn't get submitted or they were upset because they had never gotten called to do so. Like they were waiting for somebody to call them to say, hey, here's my stage and all of these, these people in my audience just, you know? And so when I think about how do you create opportunities for yourself, I think of two instances in recent years that have come to me. The first opportunity I think that I created for myself was when I went to the Women in PT Summit. I had a client who was referred to me by, by her sister-in-law who said, oh, you're a PT that does business coaching. You need to talk to my sister-in-law because she's, <laughs> she uses all of these like big words and I get tired of hearing it. You're a PT. Y'all speak the same language. Go talk to her. And I thought that was funny, first of all. But what I noticed and when I was talking to her and saying, well, why do you need to get these things together? Is there a deadline? What are we working towards? And she was like, yeah, I'm going to this Women in PT Summit and I have to get my business cards and I have to get all these things ready because all of the people are going to be there. And so when she said it, I was like, wait a minute, I'm a PT. I'm a woman. Why don't I know about this? I need to be there. And so I rearranged things in my schedule and I paid the money to go to this at the last minute. Now that, my friend, ended up turning into a beautiful relationship with more, I got clients from there, eventually not right at the same time, but clients from there, more speaking engagements, and just really good friends from creating that opportunity for myself. And so one of the things that I would ask you is, would you be willing to rearrange your schedule, to spend more money, to go somewhere to create an opportunity for yourself, even if you weren't going to get CEUs for it? Would you be willing, right? Knowing that there may not be a definite immediate return on that investment. Now, the reason why that is important, telling you about the Women in PT Summit opportunity that I create. Like I could have very well, very easily said, hey, let me just help you with this. You pay me, I'll help you. We go on our merry ways. But why that ended up being important to the next example I'm gonna give you is because that's where I met Karen Litzy. She was one of the speakers at the Online Business Summit for Women in Healthcare, right? So. How did the online business summit for women in healthcare come to be? Like I created that. I saw a need for it and I went for it. I created that opportunity. And here's the interesting thing about that, right? So Karen was one of the speakers in that summit. I would not have met her if I had not gone to her women in PT summit. And there's a long drawn out story about how I got onto the web PT stage from the Women in PT Summit. So I think sometimes we, we are playing the short game and we don't think about if I do this, 
what might be the long-term ramifications of it. Absolutely, there are some short-term things that we can do that will create an opportunity to make money right now. But also think of when you're doing things or choosing not to, what opportunities are you creating or missing out on in the long-term? So when I created the Online Business Summit for Women in Healthcare, I had no idea that, I mean, of course people were looking, but I had no idea that people were watching that and in doing so would invite me to be on other summits. Like it's almost like momentum builds up and then one opportunity begets another, begets another, begets another. But it all started because I created one opportunity, not only for myself, but for all of the other women that spoke on this stage, the virtual stage, and all of the women in the audience. So I ask you, who's keeping you from creating your own stage? In what ways are you holding yourself back out of fear, uncertainty, or waiting for people to give you an opportunity? Hmm. If that's you, and you want some support in creating your own opportunities, go to tavanadenise.com forward slash momentum and let's brainstorm. Until next time, friends.